You are listening to Season 2 of the Lifting Her Voice podcast. This is Episode number 36, and today we'll read Leviticus chapters 14 and 15 together. Oh dear, more about skin diseases, instructions for holy housekeeping, and some embarrassing text about hygiene. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, Season 2. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me from the beginning, simply reading God's Word together. We built some spiritual muscles in 2020 with just the New Testament, but this year we're going all out, cover to cover, Old Testament and new. So whether with your first cup in the morning, your commute to work, or as the last thing on your mind before sleep, God's Word will equip you for every good work. I'm really glad you're here. Leviticus chapter 14 The Lord spoke to Moses, This is the law concerning the person afflicted with a skin disease on the day of his cleansing. He is to be brought to the priest who will go outside the camp and examine him. If the skin disease has disappeared from the afflicted person, the priest will order that two live clean birds, cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop be brought for the one who is to be cleansed. Then the priest will order that one of the birds be slaughtered over fresh water in a clay pot. He is to take the live bird together with the cedar wood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop and dip them into the blood of the bird that was slaughtered over the fresh water. He will then sprinkle the blood seven times on the one who is to be cleansed from the skin disease. He is to pronounce him clean and release the live bird over the open countryside. The one who is to be cleansed must wash his clothes, shave off all his hair, and bathe with water. He is clean. Afterward, he may enter the camp, but he must remain outside his tent for seven days. He is to shave off all his hair again on the seventh day, his head, his beard, his eyebrows, and the rest of his hair. He is to wash his clothes and bathe himself with water. He is clean. On the eighth day, he must take two unblemished male lambs, an unblemished year-old ewe lamb, a grain offering of six quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil, and one-third of a quart of olive oil. The priest who performs the cleansing will place the person who is to be cleansed together with these offerings before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting. The priest is to take one male lamb and present it as a guilt offering, along with one-third quart of olive oil, and he will present them as a presentation offering before the Lord. He is to slaughter the male lamb at the place in the sanctuary area where the sin offering and the burnt offering are slaughtered, for like the sin offering, the guilt offering belongs to the priest. It is especially holy. The priest is to take some of the blood from the guilt offering 
and put it on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Then the priest will take some of the one-third quart of olive oil and pour it into his left palm. The priest will dip his right finger into the oil in his left palm and sprinkle some of the olive oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. From the oil remaining in his palm, the priest will put some on the lobe of the right ear of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on top of the blood of the guilt offering. What is left of the oil in the priest's palm he is to put on the head of the one to be cleansed. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him before the Lord. The priest is to sacrifice the sin offering and make atonement for the one to be cleansed from his uncleanness. Afterward, he will slaughter the burnt offering. The priest is to offer the burnt offering and the grain offering on the altar. The priest will make atonement for him, and he will be clean. But if he is poor and cannot afford these, he is to take one male lamb for a guilt offering to be presented in order to make atonement for him, along with two quarts of fine flour mixed with olive oil for a grain offering, one-third of a quart of olive oil, and two turtle doves or two young pigeons, whatever he can afford, one to be a sin offering and the other a burnt offering. On the eighth day he is to bring these things for his cleansing to the priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting before the Lord. The priest will take the male lamb for the guilt offering and one-third quart of olive oil and present them as a presentation offering before the Lord. After he slaughters the male lamb for the guilt offering, the priest is to take some of the blood of the guilt offering and put it on the right earlobe of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Then the priest will pour some of the oil into his left palm. With his right finger, the priest will sprinkle some of the oil in his left palm seven times before the Lord. The priest will also put some of the oil in his palm on the right earlobe of the one to be cleansed, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot, on the same place as the blood of the guilt offering. What is left of the oil in the priest's palm is to be put on the head of the one to be cleansed to make atonement for him before the Lord. He is to then sacrifice one type of what he can afford, either the two turtle doves or young pigeons. One is a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering, sacrificing what he can afford together with the grain offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement before the Lord for the one to be cleansed. This is the law for someone who has a skin disease and cannot afford the cost of his cleansing. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, When you enter the land of Canaan that I am giving you as a possession, 
and I place a mildew contamination in a house in the land you possess, the owner of the house is to come and tell the priest. Something like mildew contamination has appeared in my house. The priest must order them to clear the house before he enters to examine the contamination so that nothing in the house becomes unclean. Afterward, the priest will come to examine the house. He will examine it, and if the contamination in the walls of the house consists of green or red indentations that appear to be beneath the surface of the wall, the priest is to go outside the house to its doorway and quarantine the house for seven days. The priest is to return on the seventh day and examine it. If the contamination has spread on the walls of the house, the priest must order that the stones with the contamination be pulled out and thrown into an unclean place outside the city. He is to have the inside of the house completely scraped and have the plaster that is scraped off dumped in an unclean place outside the city. Then they are to take different stones to replace the former ones and take additional plaster to replaster the house. If the contamination reappears in the house after the stones have been pulled out and after the house has been scraped and replastered, the priest is to come and examine it. If the contamination has spread in the house, it is a harmful mildew. The house is unclean. It must be torn down with its stones, its beams, and all its plaster and taken outside the city to an unclean place. Whoever enters the house during any of the days the priest quarantines it will be unclean until evening. Whoever lies down in the house is to wash his clothes, and whoever eats in it is to wash his clothes. But when the priest comes and examines it, if the contamination has not spread in the house after it was replastered, he is to pronounce the house clean because the contamination has disappeared. He is to take two birds, cedarwood, scarlet yarn, and hyssop to purify the house, and he is to slaughter one of the birds over a clay pot containing fresh water. He will take the cedarwood, the hyssop, the scarlet yarn, and the live bird, dip them in the blood of the slaughtered bird and the fresh water, and sprinkle the house seven times. He will purify the house with the blood of the bird, the fresh water, the live bird, the cedar wood, the hyssop, and the scarlet yarn. Then he is to release the live bird into the open countryside outside the city. In this way, he will make atonement for the house, and it will be clean. This is the law for any skin disease or mildew, for a scaly outbreak, for mildew in clothing or on a house, and for a swelling, scab, or spot to determine when something is unclean or clean. This is the law regarding skin disease and mildew. Leviticus chapter 15 The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, 
when any man has a discharge from his member, he is unclean. This is uncleanness of his discharge. Whether his member secretes the discharge or retains it, he is unclean. All the days that his member secretes or retains anything because of his discharge, he is unclean. Any bed the man with the discharge lies on will be unclean, and any furniture he sits on will be unclean. Anyone who touches his bed is to wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. Whoever sits on furniture that the man with the discharge was sitting on is to wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. Whoever touches the body of the man with a discharge is to wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. If the man with the discharge spits on anyone who is clean, he is to wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. Any saddle the man with the discharge rides on will be unclean. Whoever touches anything that was under him will be unclean until evening, and whoever carries such things is to wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. If the man with the discharge touches anyone without first rinsing his hands in water, the person who was touched is to wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. Any clay pot that the man with the discharge touches must be broken, while any wooden utensil is to be rinsed with water. When the man with the discharge has been cured of it, he is to count seven days for his cleansing, wash his clothes, and bathe his body in fresh water. He will be clean. He must take two turtle doves or two young pigeons on the eighth day, come before the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting, and give them to the priest. The priest is to sacrifice them, one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement for him before the Lord because of his discharge. When a man has an emission of semen, he is to bathe himself completely with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. Any clothing or leather on which there is an emission of semen is to be washed with water and it will remain unclean until evening. If a man sleeps with a woman and has an emission of semen, both of them are to bathe with water, and they will remain unclean until evening. When a woman has a discharge, and it consists of blood from her body, she will be unclean because of her menstruation for seven days. Everyone who touches her will be unclean until evening. Anything she lies on during her menstruation will become unclean, and anything she sits on will become unclean. Everyone who touches her bed is to wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. Everyone who touches any furniture she was sitting on is to wash his clothes and bathe with water, 
and he will remain unclean until evening. If discharge is on the bed or the furniture she is sitting on, when he touches it, he will be unclean until evening. If a man sleeps with her and blood from her menstruation gets on him, he will be unclean for seven days, and every bed he lies on will become unclean. When a woman has a discharge of her blood for many days, though it is not the time of her menstruation, or if she has a discharge beyond her period, she will be unclean all the days of her unclean discharge as she is during the days of her menstruation. Any bed she lies on during the days of her discharge will be like her bed during menstrual impurity. Any furniture she sits on will be unclean as in her menstrual period. Everyone who touches them will be unclean. He must wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will remain unclean until evening. When she is cured of her discharge, she is to count seven days, and after that she will be clean. On the eighth day, she must take two turtle doves or two young pigeons and bring them to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting. The priest is to sacrifice one as a sin offering and the other as a burnt offering. In this way, the priest will make atonement for her before the Lord because of her unclean discharge. You must keep the Israelites from their uncleanness so that they do not die by defiling my tabernacle that is among them. This is the law for someone with a discharge, a man who has had an emission of semen, becoming unclean by it, a woman who is in her menstrual period, anyone who has a discharge, whether male or female, and a man who sleeps with a woman who is unclean. Mildew, stone replacement, and replastering. I felt the now familiar Leviticus related exasperation start to rise. Forgive me, but I'm trying to be totally transparent with you. Believe me, I'm being honest with the Lord about it, too. Then, suddenly, this question came to mind Joy, how often has mildew regrown in you, and the Lord had to scrape you down? replace stones, and replaster you. The Lord even said to Moses and Aaron, And I place mildew contamination in a house. At first I thought, well, that was just mean. But then I remembered that my heart is full of that contamination. God isn't mean. He's faithful. He brings the filth to the surface so that he can clean me up. Again, let me know what the Lord has revealed to you through this incredibly confusing book at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Know that I am praying for you. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray that by spending time in His Word every day, you will be changed. Visit me at LiftingHerVoice.com with your comments and questions. 
And don't forget to visit the blog page while you're there. If you like the podcast, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review and share it with everyone you know. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you tomorrow.